welcome back to Gay by Gay. We are here with another codename story. Uh, this is codename <laughs> Weasel Boy. Yep. Uh, hey, Leah, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about right. Weasel Boy? Let's start Weasel Boy. Okay, so when I went to high school, um, I started being friends with this one kid. Uh, he was a theater kid, and there was always this boy following him around. <laughs> Just, and by following him around, I mean two steps back but, like, following him around. Like, it was kind of weird already. And I would talk to that friend of mine, and the kid who would follow him around never talked to me specifically. He would just kind of observe wherever the kid went. As Yeah, weird already. <laughs> and then somehow um, that kid and I started talking a little bit awkwardly. Um <laughs> His As name. You do. Yeah, his uh, name to me is Weasel Boy because uh, yeah, he's a little bit greasy, that guy. Uh, he actually, I remember the first day when you showed me a picture yeah. of him. Ugh. And I remember sitting there and you, because you had told me, yeah, he's, you know, he's not exactly like a good looking yeah. guy. And no. I was like, oh, what is he, like a grease ball? And you were like, kind yeah. of. You told me, he kind of reminds me a bit of a weasel. And I was like, Aaliyah, that's not nice. Yeah. But then you show me his picture, and I went, oh, oh my God, he looks like the human equivalent of a weasel. Yeah. He actually, he actually legitimately <gasps> does, and that's where the name. I, I looked at this picture, and I went, oh my God, Weasel Boy. Weasel Boy. <laughs> so his name is Weasel Boy. He looks like the human equivalent of a weasel. If you could imagine, like a weasel with a human face, that is this boy. <laughs> weasel Boy. Okay. Uh, so this is around the time me and Moderate Dick. Uh, my on and off boyfriend of almost four years and I um, had broken up for the first time. I was 15. Uh, we were dating for three months. Uh, we broke up. I was crushed. I thought that, oh my gosh, this guy was it. He was the love of my life. That's it. No more. My it's life over. is over. My oh. life, you know how if you're a teenager and one. For, it's the first love, yeah. right? Where it's like, this is the first real relationship you, you had gotten you're into. You think you're straight. And, and, oh, uh, when you think you're straight. When you think you're straight and you think you like a guy. Uh, gosh, I was crushed. And I was very, very lonely. So I started talking to Weasel Boy. Um, and he admitted that he had a crush on me. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe I could get it on this. Maybe, maybe we can be something sometime, someday. Mm -hmm. So I started talking to him. That's a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> kissed him a couple times. Ugh. Cuddled a little bit. Was like, uh, spent a couple, spent, eh. Spent some time getting to know him. And then I kind of decided, uh, he's kind of creepy. He's gross. Yeah. <laughs> He's moving a little too fast. I don't think I would want to be with him. So I had uh, gone up to him in person. I didn't do it over text or anything because I had, had respect for him. Uh, and I was like, hey, you know, I know that you really like me and stuff. And I know that we've kind of hung out. But I don't want to date. I think that we're better off as friends. And he said okay, and went home. That should have been, like, the first red flag. The second yeah, one, okay. the second a person like that says, okay, okay, I feel like that's a red flag for, I'm going to totally escalate yeah. this shit later. Uh, and then the next day at school, he, uh, he came to school, and he had scabs all over his mm -hmm. uh, knuckles. And I was like, oh, shit. Told you. Uh. So... 
so uh, I asked him, and I was like, oh, uh, what what happened? And uh, <laughs> he said, well, I got very mad, and I, I punched my wall a whole bunch of times. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, oh, man. And I don't know if this is when the creepy texting started, but I don't think he ever really let go of his feelings for me, despite me saying, I just want to be friends. And I, I didn't have many friends in high school, not many close friends, at least. So I was like, you know what, I want to keep him on as friends because, you know, like, he was there for me while I was vulnerable and I was lonely yeah. and stuff like that. And I don't want to just, like, pull someone close and then shove them out because yeah. that's not me. No. So I was like, okay, I want to try to be friends. I want to try to be there for him because he had some struggles too, you know. He had rough childhood and everything. Yeah. Like, as you do. Once again, feeling bad. Yeah. Like. And, um... He would start, you know, texting me saying, oh, but I just, I, I just want, I don't care if we have to be friends. I just want to be there for you. I just want to make you happy. Uh, you know, I just want to focus on you. And I was like, that's kind of. Very clearly yeah. not over you. Like, yeah. very clearly. Because that's the type of stuff that a significant other says. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. And then progressively we got into more and more arguments because I would say, you know, I'm uncomfortable with the way you're talking to me. Yeah. And then he would say, okay, I'll stop. And then he wouldn't. Uh, he would just go farther. Yeah. And we would get into so many arguments to the point where I was stressed all of the time. Yep. You were a wreck. Yeah. I was dreading seeing him at school. He had um, kind of integrated himself into my friend group as well. He, he, just like his name, he yeah. had weaseled his he, way uh, in. He very weaseled much so. his way in uh, to my life. <laughs> in more ways than one, yeah. with his face and his personality. Uh, to the point where, like, there was no way for me to go to school without seeing him because he was friends with my friends. Yeah. At that point, he, yeah. he had very much made him a part, he made himself a part of your circle, and there was no way to get away from yeah. him. And um, during this time, he would. Uh, follow me around the school now, walk two steps behind me, and mm. it was just... You kind of moved on from your guy friend yeah. to you. Like, yeah. he had very much moved fixations here. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, we... <sighs> he would always walk, like, two steps behind me. Even if we were talking, he would do that. And I was always staring at that, that booty, weird. though. Whoa. Whoa. You're welcome. Gross. The hips way. You're welcome. Ah! Gross. But... <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. It's not our fault you have a big booty. He would... <laughs> he would also just kind of, like, touch me in a weird way. Like, if I was in the... Why are you laughing? My mind immediately went, like, Booty. straight down into the gutter. No, he no, used to touch, no, no. He used to touch me in a weird way. <laughs> oh, oh, did he? No, there was nothing sexual. Thank no. God for that. God, no. Uh, no. No, nothing sexual there. <laughs> I was still a virgin at this time, too. True. So I was nothing sexual there. <laughs> and <laughs> so, like, even if I was, like, sitting in the cafeteria, he would, like, try to, like, noogie my head or, like, pat oh, my that, head. Oh, that kind of weird tension. Yeah. Like a pet. Yeah, like Yo, a pet. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It does kind of have that vibe to it, doesn't it? Yeah, and it was, like, Ew. I was so uncomfortable, but I didn't, I was uncomfortable, but I didn't know how to tell him to stop. Without being a straight up like yeah. bitch about it, yeah. and being like fuck off. You're not that yeah. type of person. I'm so. not. I'm really not. Unless the they thing. really piss you off. But Remember, like this, this is the personality trait yeah. that gets girls into trouble the yeah, most. I, I feel know. is feeling bad for people and not knowing <laughs> when to draw the line and yeah. say enough is enough. How, I'm not putting how myself to through put this. Put down boundaries. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Because we feel bad for setting those yeah. boundaries, and it's such a it's such a toxic trait. It is. You know, I wanted to be his friend too because then 
he started, because as soon as I started being like, oh, I'm kind of really uncomfortable with this, he would start pulling them. But I need you. Uh, I'm really sad without you here. I'm really depressed. I can't, I can't oh, go on without you. And I'm like, that's I, manipulative yeah, shit. I don't like it that. Was, it was nope. like that. And I remember so us getting into, because we had like, I want to call it a love-hate relationship, but I did not love him. <laughs> it, it was more of a you feeling bad. He loved you. Yeah. You felt yeah. bad. Yeah. And then anytime you would try to set a boundary, yeah. he, he would, he would yeah. get mad he would and he, he would make you feel like shit. And so oh, you would yeah. retract the boundary yeah. so he could just do and say whatever yeah. he wanted. Yeah. yeah. So basically he got you kind of stuck between a rock yeah. and a hard place. He got you pinned down yeah. and you didn't know how to, you know get out get yeah. yourself out of the situation and like, i know there was this one argument we were in for days oh. and i was so tired of it i came in for an early saturday morning ballet class and i gave my phone to abby yep. and i said abby deal with him pretend to be me i am not doing this anymore i can't take this mm-hmm. yep. it has been so long and he is infuriating to argue with uh, there's just so, some people who do not, like, give in to no, what you're no, saying. No, no, no. Like, you'll tell them, no, this is what happened. No, this is what happened. And then yeah. you'll just keep arguing and arguing and arguing. He was as thick as a stump, Ugh. as stubborn as an ox, and just, oh, my Like, went my through Lord. one year and then right out the other one. Yeah. Like, I, you had this ballet class for, what, an hour and a half yeah. at that point? Yeah. I spent an hour and a half messaging this kid, pretending to be Aaliyah. And after that hour and a half, I handed her phone back to her and I said, I can barely do this yeah. shit anymore. How have you been doing this for several days <laughs> yeah. at this point? I am so infuriated because every single conversation was so cyclical with yeah. him. It would loop around and around and around with you trying to get the point through to this kid. And he would just, he was as slippery as an eel. Ugh, he yeah. would just slide all over the conversation yeah. and manage to turn it around and turn it around and turn it around and you're just like would you just shut the fuck up and listen uh, to what I'm saying yeah and uh, he would not get I I don't think it's that he was dense that he you know really didn't understand I think he understood perfectly well and just didn't want to no, hear it no not at all he, he just wanted so what he wanted stubborn. and he would find a way to turn things around to get what he wanted out of yeah, it yeah and I'm not a conflict person no, I'm not an arguer no, you you Roll over. I'm a you, doormat. You are a bit of a doormat. doormat. So like a very curvy yeah. doormat. Yeah. Thank uh. <laughs> Abby, why is this doormat so lumpy? Sorry, it's Aaliyah's ass. <laughs> it's I like didn't a, have a lumpy ass. <laughs> well, you're like a hill. Which is why the doormat's lumpy, because it, it's just literally mostly flat, and then you just see this badoom near thing. the end of it. A badoom near the end of the mat. <laughs> Abby, what's that? It's Aaliyah. My it's, it's your badoom. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Have to get that stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. He. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, he would follow me around a little bit, and I would try to be nice to him, and he had weaseled his way into my friend group. And I. Weasel. <laughs> I had finally decided, you know what? I've had enough. He would try to scare me all the time when I was like, um hey, I just don't really want to talk anymore. I don't think it's good for both of us. He immediately would always go, I'm going to go commit suicide. Uh, I can't deal. I hate that type of person to use, like, a mental illness or, like, a threat like that to try and control somebody else. Because they know that you will forever feel guilty. And in a lot of cases, I feel like they don't even really plan on doing it. They just do it as a manipulation tactic. And I can't stand that shit. I He would do it so often 
that I would be like, oh, mom, I don't want to talk to Weasel Boy anymore. And then my mom will be like, don't talk to him anymore. And then I'll be like, oh, but he's going to threaten to kill himself again. Uh, again. Again. And it would happen over and over and over again. Because yeah. I would keep trying to distance myself mm-hmm. and put down boundaries. And he would keep resisting. But one day, I just finally got so done that I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not yeah. talking back. You can keep arguing with me. I'm not answering your messages. Um, I spent a while. He would spam me. Ugh paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs and then it would escalate and he would be like oh but I love you so much you're the only one for me I can't do this and I'm like we were friends (laughs) and I'm like but yeah paragraphs about how I was the only one for him he can't do anything without me uh, he needs me in his life. And it's just hard because you set those boundaries like very early on and he just completely he was like a track and field like runner yeah. who just leapt over hurdles that you yeah. were putting in the way and you were literally trying to set up entire like yeah. walls and he was like scaling yeah. them or cheating and just running around them and I'm like that's yeah. not how this works respect the wall and you know eventually yeah. after he realized that I wasn't going to respond or read his messages anymore um he stopped he would be he was lurking he yeah. would he would lurk um through the hallways, try to, I don't know, walk past my classes and stuff. I don't know if I was just hyper aware of it. Well, Because I, mean, I was I would creeped be. out. Yeah. Because he had, again, come to school with scabs on his uh, knuckles from where punching he walls. Had, where he had punched and the I'm walls like, when you upset him. Yeah, and yeah. I was very, very, very worried. hyper aware. It, it was enough that at the studio we actually had his picture posted and we had told all of the girls in the office basically, um, if you see this kid hanging around, come get one of us. Like, yeah. come get one of the teachers immediately. Or for me, because I'm the studio owner, it was like, if I'm in the building, come get me. Don't tell Aaliyah, and I will deal with this situation because I am not letting him into the building. Yeah. I am not letting him near Aaliyah. And, you know, I, I don't want to judge by outward appearance. But with Weasel Boy in particular, I'm going to give a bit of a musical reference right now. <laughs> um, if, if you have ever seen Heather's The Musical... Uh, Weasel Boy very much reminded me of JD. Oh, yeah, He definitely. absolutely looked like he could be a school shooter if he wanted to be. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he looked like if you said the wrong thing to him at the wrong time that he was going to go off and shoot up a school. Yeah. And I was so afraid of him showing up at the studio and causing problems. He, yeah. he did have that air of creepiness around him. Yeah, it was It wasn't... I mean, yeah, it was the creepiness, but I think the thing, he seemed unhinged. Yeah. Part of him seemed unhinged. Yeah, there was a lot of people I knew. Explosive. That, yeah. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Even the punching of the walls. Yeah. Something where, you know, he's literally doing something that's causing harm yeah. to himself, but he is so explosive that he can't contain it. That frightened me. Yeah. Because I was like, what if he chooses to go off, not on a wall, but on you? Yeah, I was, a lot of people in done. my life were like, you know, this guy is like, Kind of weird, kind of creepy. I, I, I knew I saw that, but I think that in my kind of, like, lonely depths, the attention After, felt yeah. so good that I was like, I don't want to... He caught you in a vulnerable moment. Yeah. He did, and it, it wasn't good for either of you, you no, know what I mean? Where I feel like if you weren't, if you hadn't just break, broken up with, like... MD. Yeah, MD. Um, 
I think you probably would have been a lot more stronger and would have yeah. been like, okay, you probably wouldn't have, you probably like, wouldn't have given him the time him. of day. Yeah. You know what I mean? You would have just completely ignored him. But, but you were I, like vulnerable, so you were. You know, you were having a hard time. Yeah. You were just broken up. You were feeling unloved and unwanted because oh, yeah. Lonely, your, your yeah. breakup that breakup was bad too. <laughs> it was very bad. It was very one sided yeah. because. Um, not getting into it too deeply here, but basically he broke up with you and his reasoning was, I'm doing this for you, yeah, even though you like, didn't yeah, feel that yeah. way. And he, he turned it around so that it was just, oh, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this yeah. for you. But it made you feel very lacking because you kept saying, why can't we work on stuff together? Yeah. Why can't we work on this? And he was just, well, I know what's best for you. Like, so yeah, you were feeling yeah. unloved and stupid. unwanted. Yeah. And here comes this guy. And yeah, he's a little bit creepy, creepy, but he's giving you the love and attention that you had just had ripped away from yeah. you yeah. one-sidedly. Yeah. So I think he just came into your life at the worst possible moment and got you yeah. when your guard was down. Yeah. Oh, and we were teenagers. Yep. <laughs> Still yeah. teenager, but... At least you didn't take your pants off oh, around him. Oh, God, uh, no. Thank God. It's gross. But, no, um, we stopped talking, and he was looking around, and I would get so anxious when he um, would pass me in the hallways, or if I saw him at school, I would get very, very anxious. Yeah. But he started getting closer to one of my other best friends, my best friend at that time that I went to school with. Uh, we can call her Sherry. Um <laughs> So, yeah, Sherry had kind of been a mediator between us sometimes, uh, would try to calm Weasel Boy down when he would get too Wound up, yeah. 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 Um, And she had remained friends with him because, I don't know, I think I was very worried about him actually trying to hurt himself. Yeah. And it made me feel better to know that someone was there to just keep tabs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she kept being friends with him. And then it turned to where he started kind of creeping up on her, kind of mm. dropping hints of like, oh, I like you and, yeah. and stuff. And oh, and then I think he said that because um, Sherry decided like, you know, this is very uncomfortable and Sherry will put boundaries. Yeah, she's, she, she's quite good yeah, at She's that. better at that. <laughs> um, but she had kind of laid a boundary down of, no, I want to be friends. This yeah. is not yeah. what you think it is. Like the sort of, yeah. you will not cross this boundary. You there was, will not cross this threshold. There was actually one point where uh, he had said, but you told me you loved me. Oh, my God. And Sherry went, I never did that. Mm. Yeah. So the question is, did he was he using that as a way to try and manipulate her, or was it literally he was building up a fantasy and, you know, he was just trying to get her attention, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, was this something that he had created in his head, or was this yeah. reality? We, we don't know. And also through this process, um, me and uh, one of my, my first girlfriend ever, <laughs> mm. Cordelia. 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 Have stayed in touch. Uh, we are very close now. She's one of my best friends. And um, I guess um, we weren't friends at this point, yeah. You, you guys had kind of drifted, drifted after you guys had broken, broken up. up. You guys yeah. had kind of drifted a little bit. Yeah. But Sherry was still friends with Cordelia. So when I was having my issues with Weasel Boy, you know, she kind of kept Cordelia in the loop as, you know, <laughs> gossip and all of that. Just sort of, friends. this is what's going on, this is yeah. what's going down. Yeah. And I guess um, in the midst of it, Cordelia had started talking to Weasel Boy despite um, them not going to school together because Cordelia didn't go to our high school. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> Somehow, some way, 
Cordelia and Weasel Boy started dating. <laughs> That's a mistake. So Weasel Boy started dating my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> oh. And they have their own very uh, colorful story, but I know that um, he was very awful to her and very manipulated. Manipulative. manipulative, yeah. Very bad, so... I definitely dodged a bullet there. Uh, I'm sorry that Cordelia had to go through that. Well, I, <laughs> at I least you didn't to, have to. I talked to her sometimes, and I'm like, you know, you've seen the messages of him, like, walls and walls of paragraphs of him, like, confessing yeah. his love for me. Yeah. Why did you date him? And she would be like, you know, I was kind of scared for him, too. I thought he needed help, but I thought... You know. She thought she could be the one to yeah, fix, fix him, him, and yeah. so in a way she ended up dating him yeah. to try and help him, when in reality that probably was not what he needed. Yeah. I think, if anything, don't look for people and try, try to and fix, fix them. them. Yeah. And you kind of have to set a boundary within yourself of, you know, a relationship with a person doesn't mean you're the therapist. Yeah. No, Does absolutely not. not. Do not take on that role. No. Um, if you feel uncomfortable. And, you know, I, I've got to ask, do you think that Weasel Boy ended up dating Cordelia because he knew that you guys had been friends? Do you think that was his weird way of trying he to... He probably figured it out me? somehow. Manifest you in a weird way. And do you think that that's maybe why he got as explosive as he did anytime Cordelia kind of made it clear yeah. that she wasn't you and yeah. maybe broke that fantasy yeah. a little bit? Do you think that that's why he would go off on her? Because, you know, fantasy's broken and he mm-hmm. would go, this is not the person that I want and he would just explode yes Um, she's told me all the time about how he used to ask questions about me or he used to tell lies about me he had told her that we had sex and I was like did Cordelia and Weasel Boy ever do that yes Cordelia no (laughs) I know it was I feel very bad yeah I remember that was cringe my condolences Cordelia if you're listening We care about you. If you if you need therapy, we will help find you a therapist because that's gonna give you some PTSD. Let me tell you. Yeah, he, yeah, he would talk about me all the time. Apparently, and that's That's so very much. I feel like he was kind of using her as a surrogate for you because he kind of knew he couldn't get with Sherry, which is the first person he tried who was close to you, and so I think Cordelia was the next closest thing that Mm -hmm. he could get to you. Um, so I think he tried to use that in a way either to get information on you or to try and replace you. And I think, you know, very, very toxic. That wasn't fair to Cordelia. And, you know, it's not fair to you for him to go after one of your friends because I'm sure that that kind of put even more strain because you and Cordelia had already kind of drifted apart a little bit at that time. And I think it was so unfair for him to, like, insert himself in the middle so that anytime you would try to repair bridges with Cordelia, it would make things harder for you. And then with... Weasel Boy constantly in Cordelia's ear telling yeah. all of these lies about you. Like, that could not well, have made things easier. Me and Cordelia, even before we dated, have been friends for years. Yeah. And years. yeah. I remember when um, she told me that he had told her that we had sex. Ugh. I looked at Cordelia and I said, oh, did you think that was, like, true? And she looks at me and she goes, no, not <laughs> at all. Well, at the very least, she I didn't believe you. it. At least she yeah. didn't believe the BS. But, you know, at the same time... That was so unfair of him to do. I think I that think, that put both of you in, like, like a very bad position. I think it position. was both awkward and both a very connecting experience <laughs> because we both... You you can reminisce yeah. about the tragedy that yeah, you survived. Yeah, how horrible he like, was. I know, yeah. like, when you're in a relationship and you, don't, you do not like hearing about yeah. your, your partner's exes. Yeah. So, like, that was kind of, like, what it was yeah, like. Yeah, she said it was very weird. So it was yeah. weird. But you guys yeah. weren't even dating. He, it yeah. was more like his past soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, it was God. weird. 
Yeah, uh, I don't know what Weasel Boy is up to now. Probably out there somewhere ter- terrorizing some. I hope girl. he hasn't shot up a school yet. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Moves to like states and shit. Oh gosh. I'm just saying he's the type to do it. He okay? is the. T- he is the type to do it, and you can't deny it. <laughs> I will not. As I said, uh, if you've ever seen Heather's, uh, he reminds me very much of JD. And if you've never yes. seen Heather's, what the hell are you doing with your life? You need to go and watch yeah, that yeah. musical. Go watch it's it right now. It's absolutely amazing. Um, but go watch that musical. Look at JD and then go, oh, shit, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. 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 Psychopath. Yeah. Psychopath. Yeah. Very much so. Psych- I, don't, I don't know that I would say psychopath. I would say at the very least narcissistic. Yeah. Everything was always about him, and if you broke his fantasy of himself or what he wanted, like, he would explode like a narcissist yeah. would. Or I would very much say a bit of a sociopath, yeah. where only his emotions mattered. Nobody I else's mean, mattered. He, he, he did not care about how he made you feel. Like, he did not care about like how Cordelia, Cordelia was yep, feeling. No. He only cared about what he wanted and what he was feeling. I would not like to, you know, I understand that he had some very serious mental health issues, and he should get... Help, help yeah. for that. But at the end of the day, he just was not someone I could see being with. Yeah. No, no in absolutely general, not. Absolutely not. Oof. Uh, so, yeah, that's Elias. <laughs> Weasel Boy. That's codename Weasel, Weasel Boy. That is Weasel Boy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, what have you really kind of learned from this? Is there any advice that you would give to people who are maybe going through the same situation? What would you say to them? I would say... If you're vulnerable and you know that you are, do not jump into the arms of an other, of another person just because they're there. Mm, yeah. And it, it's very hard when you're yeah. feeling down and you're feeling low and you're feeling vulnerable. It is very hard to stand on your own two feet because you feel like you are at rock bottom. Yeah, and like, it's very hard to sit there and find the strength within yourself to pick yourself up and carry on. It is so easy to look around and try to find yeah. a surrogate yeah. to find someone to lean on like yeah. if you can barely take care of yourself how do you expect I to take really care of someone else i really do think that was me being self-destructive very much so and you yeah. ad- inadvertently ended up putting yourself into you know the path of a, you know a i'm not gonna call him a dangerous individual yeah. but yeah. you know you put yourself in a bad situation you yeah. really did like you kind of put yourself on the train tracks and you were you were kind of you left yourself yeah. laying there yeah. with the train coming, uh, and it was like, Aaliyah, are you sure I you want to do that? Just let me suffer here a little while. That's all right. Yeah, right. yeah. But no, if you're if you're vulnerable, if you're not having a great time, make that decision to not get into something very serious. Yeah, no. Yeah, give yourself the time. time. Yeah, be kind to yourself, <laughs> yeah. please. And. Honestly, I'm going to say this. Uh, whenever it comes to people like this, I very much feel like they kind of remind me of vultures in a way mm. where they will circle dying relationships yeah. and they will wait until you are at your most vulnerable and then they will jump on you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like Weasel Boy absolutely, you know, um, he waited for his opportunity. He saw it and he jumped all over it and he knew you were weak and, you know, it it just allowed for this whole situation to happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He thought you were weaker than he thought, but you were still strong enough to say, like, no. No. So, like... I, I don't think he was probably expecting that. Yeah. He was probably expecting things to, you know, stay in his favor. And yeah. luckily, at one point, you woke up. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like, so. wait, start feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
So thankfully, that's not really a situation that you have to deal with no, anymore. Um, it's uh, gone away far from me now. <laughs> and hopefully it will never return. Oh, I yeah. hope so. I really do. All right, so that's it for Codename Weasel Boy. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Take it gay by gay, guys. Bye.